Hey guys, welcome to My Depressed Christian Life, a podcast devoted to helping you find life in depression. I'm Lee Lumley, and uh, I'm your host, well, because I'm the depressed Christian. I struggle with bipolar type 2, so I'm depressed quite a bit of my life, and uh, I would love to say I've gotten used to it, but every time it happens, it throws me a curveball, and I realize something different uh, that depression can do. Uh, so, but I do this blog, I do this podcast, excuse me, uh, so that I can hopefully encourage others who are going through depression so I can let them know that, hey, you are not alone. There are other people out there who struggle with depression, but more importantly, you serve a God who understands your weakness and who is there to lift you up and to help you through this time that you struggle with. I hope that you will find that in this, that you will find life in depression by listening to this podcast. I'm going to read an article today called, What Causes Self-Hatred? The answer might surprise you. This is an article that I wrote after spending a week in Texas when they recently had the polar vortex come through uh, that uh, just completely wrecked that area, caused a lot of problems. There were several people who were killed because of the freezing temperatures. And so we went down there and we spent a, a week there helping out with disaster relief there. Uh, but coming back sent me into a pretty difficult season because of some struggles that we had during that time. What causes self-hatred? A recent experience with busted pipes caused a light bulb to go off in my mind. And the answer I came up with might surprise you. I have been involved with disaster relief for the past few years through my local Baptist association. When Hurricane Florence devastated the North Carolina coast, we spent a week up there. We have also been to southwest Georgia, the Florida Panhandle after Hurricane Michael, and Alabama's Gulf Coast, as well as Louisiana after Hurricane Delta. People call me selfless because of my willingness to help other people. Truth be told, it is a selfish act. I love the feeling I get when helping others. It is a straight-up serotonin rush and the best therapy someone with mental illness can receive, in my opinion. As I'm writing this, I am 43,000 feet in the air flying from San Antonio, Texas to Atlanta, Georgia. The last few days, we have been helping with disaster relief efforts after the devastating polar vortex blew through. This week has been far from a serotonin rush, though. Instead, it has been extremely difficult. Rather than helping my depression, it seems to be bringing it on. Wednesday morning, we heard of a young family whose pipes burst. While I'm not a plumber, I do know how to do plumbing, so I said we would take the job. When we got there, it appeared to be an easy job, an hour at the most, two couplings, three elbows, one cutoff valve, and a reducer bushing. Easy peasy, right? Not so much. The homeowner had already purchased the supplies, but we ended up being short one coupling and a reducer, so we set off to Home Depot to get the parts. Finding pipe fittings was like finding toilet paper in the heat of the COVID lockdowns. We drove around San Antonio for hours, hitting every Home Depot and Lowe's I could think of. The search for two simple fittings became a desperate search for the Holy Grail, and they could not be found. But I was determined to get this family water, so I decided to get creative and figure out a workaround. I looked for every possible way to step down from three-quarter inches to half-inch, but every idea I came up with was met with, sorry, we don't have those. 
We ended the day no closer to restoring water than we began. That night, at the house we were staying in, I searched Amazon.com, HomeDepot.com, and Lowe's.com, hoping to have it delivered overnight. Still no luck. That morning I remembered a Home Depot we did not hit, so we drove straight there. As if it were manna from heaven, I found the last part needed for the workaround. Victory was mine. We drove back to the house, and I went to work. Once I assembled everything and turned the water back on, chaos happened. I noticed almost every joint was leaking. As if that were not bad enough, while commiserating over my grandiose thinking I could handle the job, the grandmother frantically came running out and told me to come quick. As I walked in the bathroom, water was spraying everywhere. When I turned the water on, I had forgotten to open the faucet to allow air into the line to escape. This caused the pipe entering the house to burst. I ran out to the street and cut the water back off. After making a list of what was needed, we went back on a treasure hunt for supplies. Two hours later, I returned and repaired the toilet issue and other leaks. I had someone else turn on the water while I was laser-focused on the toilet to check for leaks. I heard the water rush into the pipe and no leaks. Yay me. But then behind me, I heard water spraying. The supply lines to the sink had also been damaged, but I did not notice because the massive geyser coming out of the toilet. By this point, I would need to completely redo everything, which could take days to find supplies. And since we were flying out soon, I had no choice but to cap off the line and have the homeowner call a plumber. It was the hardest thing I have ever done to tell the man I could not help them. I lost it. I was furious with myself and frustrated God did not help me. My usual feelings of failure and self-hatred began berating me. There was another member of the team with me, so I tried to keep myself calm, but in my mind I was screaming at myself. What made it so devastating was the wife told us she had prayed for God to send someone to help them. He did. He sent me, and I failed. I have spent my life being good at doing things. I have successfully opened a home improvement company and am a gifted musician and songwriter. As a public speaker, I am very charismatic and able to speak passionately. I also have a strong knowledge of doctrine, despite being a high school dropout, and never have gone to seminary. It is common for me to hear people say how talented, smart, or funny I am but I am also used to hearing my fears tell me I will be found out to be an imposter. This situation was my worst nightmare. I was angry, frustrated, and embarrassed because I felt the world now knew I was clueless. The family thanked us profusely, though, for trying to help them. But all I could think was, you are such a failure. You can't do anything right. You made a fool out of yourself, and you took a week off of work, and instead of being a blessing, you let them down. It would be easy to say my response is because I have such a strong passion to help others, but I believe there is a much more sinister cause. There are a lot of answers to what causes self-hatred. According to Psychology Today, those may include low self-esteem, feelings of inadequacy, and guilt. But the truth is, my self-loathing is a result of pride. I'm beating myself up because I failed. I let them down. I was not able to do the work. 
You see, somehow in my mind, I arrogantly believe God was not able to minister to this family because of my failure. Thousands of feet above the earth, as I reflect on what causes self-hatred in me, the sun is dancing on a mountainous landscape of clouds. Down below the clouds, it is a dreary day. Occasionally, I see a patch of land break through and am reminded, even on our darkest days, when the clouds of circumstances keep us from seeing the light, God is still there. Though he does not always remove the problem, he does break through the darkness to shine his grace on us. I may not have fixed this family's problem, but who am I to believe God was depending upon my success to minister to them? Sometimes the greatest help is knowing you are not alone and are loved. You see, in the midst of this family's dark days, they saw a group of people fly 874 miles from Georgia to Texas to show them the love of God. They were encouraged and saw God this week, even in my failure, because God does not need my success, only my obedience. So that was an article I wrote recently about how I realized that my self-hatred actually comes from pride that is in my life. It is me believing that I should be better than I actually am, when the truth is there is nothing good in me except for God. And I realized that as I struggled through a very difficult time, as I, I felt so embarrassed, I felt so angry at myself and so frustrated that I couldn't fix this. And I allowed that to cause me not to believe that God could minister to someone else. How arrogant was that? I mean, God is big enough. He can use all things to work together for good. And he can also use all things to shine his glory upon the earth and to show people who desperately need encouragement that encouragement, whether we are successful or not. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. Again, I just would love to encourage you to become a patron of mine, uh, to help support this ministry, to make it possible for me to spend time doing this, writing these articles, as well as coming up with the podcast uh, for this particular show. Uh, so I would encourage you to do that. You can do that at www.patreon.com forward slash my depressed Christian life. That is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, My Depressed Christian Life. So thank you again for listening to this podcast. I do really hope you enjoyed it, and I hope to see you next time. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.